Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Well, hello. I want to welcome you to the Life It Up podcast with Tabitha Perry. And I want to also introduce my friend, Alexa Martinez, who is here with me today to share the five edits to make in your life after a baby. No. And I've screwed this up before when her and I were talking. <laughs> I'm sure you like you're reading it now. So the five edits to make life easier after a baby. There you go. And the reason that I like kind of stumbled on my words is because I had a lot of like title ideas because words matter. And I really think that as women, we uh, don't have a lot of time. And so we need to make sure that the words that we read, like catch our attention. Right. And so I want to make sure that I use those words. So anyhow, all that to be said, Alexa, hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So you and I met like years ago, like, I don't even know how many years ago because you and my husband work for the same company. And I, it has just been such a blessing to have you in my life and to see you and how you give back to your community, to your family, um, to women all around. So would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself and what you do? Hi, yes. Um, So I have my own company um, called Mama Matters 2. It is a a lot of things encompassed under one roof. Um, I deal with moms who are um, struggling in many aspects. So mostly um, newly postpartum moms. Um, I have my sleep training certification, my postpartum doula certification, and then I also, um, have my master's in nutrition. So I deal with sleep. I deal with postpartum hormones, um, feeding your baby, feeding yourself, um, the nutrition that you need in order to heal and, um, provide, provide breast milk for your baby. If that's the route you choose to go, um, or not, um, I kind of do everything, that deals with having babies and postpartum. Um, and I kind of started that because my own postpartum journey was, uh, a journey. (laughs) It was a journey. Um, and my, I, I think I actually met you when I was pregnant with Carson. Um, I remember that because it was a partner's meeting and I was extremely sick. Um, and I had a rough pregnancy the entire time I was sick and ended with preeclampsia. And, um, so it was just a very traumatic pregnancy and then ended with a very rough, um, postpartum period. So, um, I kind of, I didn't know when to ask when or how to ask for help. Um, I didn't know exactly what to expect. Somebody can tell you all day long how it's going to be, but when you actually experience it, it's, um, it's different for every woman, of course, but it is, it can be very challenging. Um, and so, yeah, I just building off of that and getting through that and the things that helped me that I learned the hard way. I don't want another mom to have to learn the hard way. I want to be there to support her and help her on her journey. Um, discovering this new, you're a whole new person now. And so a lot of people, you know, it's just like, okay, how do you bounce back? And you don't ever really bounce back. I do want you to start feeling like yourself again, but you will never be not somebody's mom 
again. Mm. So, um, yeah, just trying to navigate that new life for that mama and speak truth and hope into her journey and just try to make it as easy and supported as I can. Oh, that is amazing. And just the fact that you acknowledge that these women are coming to you and like they're in a hard place and to acknowledge who they were and who they, and now who they are. And then that is the complete like normal process is that we, we are different when we have children, our bodies are different, our minds, our hormones, everything. And just to normalize that, um, is so empowering. So I just think that is, that is super cool. So I am going to admit all of your certifications and everything are very impressive and kind of intimidating. So in order to kind of level the playing fields for, the listeners, tell me one thing you're really bad at, like adulting wise. Gosh, um, I cannot whistle, never been able to whistle. Um, I love I feel it. Like a very basic life skill. Right? <laughs> and I just don't have it. And like, you can try to teach me all day long. I, I, I don't have it. So I, I, love I, that. I don't think I ever will. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, right. You just accept it. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I can whistle in. I can like suck in uh-huh. and whistle. Yeah. I can't whistle yeah. out. So I'm one up on you, but I, you I are. cannot, right. <laughs> I personally cannot, um, have meals come out all warm, like all of the things oh, yeah. in the meal at one time. Like my kids just think that it is like an, a several course meal because they just get the first thing that's warm. And then the second thing, yeah. and you know, we just make it fancy. It it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole, totally. it's a three course meal. You're welcome. Exactly. Welcome exactly. Yeah. I love it. And I, and I think it's so important like, you know, when we have these podcasts, like we show up and we're wanting to like be an expert in something, but we're all just human. We're all figuring life Absolutely. out together. And so thank you for sharing that. Even as a mom too, I'm not, I'm not world's best mom over here. Oh my gosh. I struggle all the time. So I, just because I have postpartum figured out somewhat does not mean I have mom, momhood figured out. I do not. So, and if, and if anyone does reach out to us, Alexa and I would love to talk to you. Right. (laughs) Cause I love to learn from you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Why don't we dive into those edits? And again, the, we, the reason we use the word edit is because change can seem like a really big undertaking in our life and, or, you know, um, it's, it's interesting how different words can really kind of prevent us from moving forward. And I feel like an edit are just like these small little opportunities to shift things in our life to get the results that we want. So I'd love for you to share those with us. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to start by saying, I know this is um, kind of a niche topic. Um, it's, you know, specifically for new moms or um, pregnant women that are about to be a mom, or even if you're not, this isn't your first rodeo, I can still help you make your second or third or fourth postpartum journey easier. Um, so I know this is niche, but I, I feel like this can help really anyone going through a major life change, a surgery, or, you know, it's not going to be the exact same, these edits I'm about to give, but you know, it can help other journeys of life for sure. Um, so with that being said, the first one is setting up uh, support in advance from people mm. that you trust and having backup for that support. So what I mean is, um, you know, there will be people that fall through. Nobody's perfect. So having like I had, you know, 
my, my husband is a police officer. So he went back to work at four days postpartum. I was still in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, my son was in the NICU for a second and it was like, bye, I'm by myself with, with my son in the NICU who just turned purple. And so I oh, needed scary. that support. And so I yeah. had my mom and I had my backup, which was my grandma. And I had my mother-in-law and I had all these wonderful people that were right there if I needed them. And just that gave me some sort of a relief. Um, and so having that set up in advance, another thing that goes into that is having a list out, um, for what people can help you with. So, Mm -hmm. um, people will come over and they'll just hold your baby and that's helpful sometimes, but sometimes, you know, you want to hold the baby or try to feed (laughs) feeding takes forever. And so you're like, trying to get this breastfeeding thing down. So sometimes you just have a list out on the counter and have somebody come over and it can say wash bottles, wash pump parts, um, make a meal for me, please. Like I promise the people that are coming to help you want to help you with something. And so having a clear list will help everybody. And I love that. Um, so yes, that that's the first edit. Um, Second edit is have a cart prepped before you go into labor. So what I mean by that is have one little caddy in your bathroom for, um, like pads, adult diapers, which nobody tells you about. (laughs) They don't, they don't, but those are amazing. (laughs) Yes. Um, so big pads, adult diapers, um, a Perry wash bottle, um, tux wipes for, you know, all, all that good stuff. Um, just having stuff right by the toilet that you will need. Um, and then the most important thing is a cart set up like a rolling cart. They sell them on Amazon or target for like 30 bucks. Um, and you can use them later for whatever we, we still use ours for multi-purpose things, but just having a rolling cart by where you plan to be kind of stationed, um, after Mm -hmm. having a baby, whether that's on the couch, in your bed, whatever, have, um, baby diapers, have a huge water bottle for you, have wipes, burp cloths, um, a haka or a pump, uh, if you're using it, nipple cream, medicine, snacks, tons of snacks, just granola bars, gummies, whatever it is, um, just quick, easy snacks, um, having that cart with everything you need on it, game changer. And like I said, that somebody having surgery or, you know, anything it's have it easily accessible. Um, so yeah, that that's edit number two, um, edit number three, um, have the tough conversations with your partner before you have your baby. So that's a good one. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, sometimes not fun to have those conversations of, you know, your expectations and everything. And a lot of times they change once baby comes, but just having that expectation ahead of time, um, Ryan and I, as first time parents had absolutely no idea what to expect. Um, and so I, I, I want to make a blog post on this. I'm, I'm going to make a blog post on this, just kind of the questions that you can ask. Cause we didn't even know what oh, to yeah. ask each other mm-hmm. in advance, you know? Um, and so just having those conversations, like who, who's getting up with baby, what are your breastfeeding expectations? Do you want to breastfeed? Do you not really have any interest in it? Great. Express that to your partner. Um, do you expect them to 
change the baby's diaper when you get up to feed so that you can go right back to sleep. You know, just have those conversations. Yeah. So nobody's uh, disappointed or um, holding on to resentment after the baby comes when you've never expressed to your partner what you need from them. Um, and of course, if before the baby, you're like, oh, I got it. I don't need help, whatever. And then you're in the thick of it and you're like angry that they're not helping. <laughs> Sometimes they don't know. So yes. no, yes. just just telling them um, in the moment can work as well. I need help right this second. Um, but yeah, having those tough conversations ahead of time um, and also what to look, you can tell your partner what to look for in you um, as far as mental health issues. So mm. kind of, kind of um, especially if you have previous mental health issues, um, just kind of give them a heads up. Like, hey, I, I, I am prone to depression or anxiety or whatever it may be. Um, and of course, even if you're not prone to that, it can still happen, but just kind of giving them things to look for. Um, cause sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize that you are having anxiety and or depression and, um, your partner can be like, Hey, I think something's off or That's something so helpful. And I think that this is like a good place. I kind of just want to pause for a minute because yeah. even if you've had a baby, even if your kid is 10 years old, yeah. have a conversation with your spouse on how to divide up parenting stuff, because Absolutely. it's always like changing, always changing. and evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't have kids, like maybe even just have a conversation with your significant other on what do you think it's going to look like when we have a baby? Like, do you expect me to do it all? And like, mm-hmm. are you going to do it all? Just having those conversations is so important. I, I really feel like when Steven and I have an opportunity to talk into like couples that are having kiddos again, un- not unsolicited, but if they ask yeah. the yeah. first thing that we tell them is have that conversation because yeah. it was so helpful to know that like, I was just going to get up with the baby and that was fine. But then I got amazing naps during the day because then Steven yeah. was going to take over right. because we had it figured out. There's enough chaos going on already trying to figure life out. So if there's at least that one thing that you're on the same page about is so, so helpful. Absolutely. And I love that you said, you know, continuous check-ins. It changes, I feel like monthly, um, at least every few months, you know, just checking in, like you hear so much about the, the mental load that moms carry. And it's like, you know, having a running checklist in the back of your mind and just putting like a, um, something on your fridge where you can write down like the things that you need to get done, like schedule a doctor's appointment or buy, buy a kid new shoes or whatever, just stuff that needs to be done. Having a running list can be helpful so that your partner can see that visually. It's not just all in your brain Mm -hmm. and kind of take some of that mental load off of you. So yeah, having those constant check-ins, telling them what you need you've got to tell them. Cause if you yeah. don't, they, how could they know? Um, and it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just saying this and being like, yeah, it's duh. Just tell them it's hard. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. You got to practice. So yeah, that first conversation may be awkward and yeah. it may end in a fight, but like try again and try yeah. again until the conversation is easy enough and you're on the same page. And cause you're a unit now when you have little people yeah. and your kids pick up on how you and your spouse talk to each other and how you communicate. And so it is just, it's a overall, a great skill and such a great edit, um, that you suggested. So I'm curious what, what's number four. 
for the edit? Yeah. Number four um, is making a plan in advance on how to handle any mental health issues that come your way. So kind of touched on that in the last one, but um, looking up, you know, the signs to look out for and when to ask for help. Um, Because you hear a lot about, like, I didn't really know the difference between like baby blues and postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Um, and I literally had Carson and an hour later, I was still like, I had a C-section. So I was still groggy. I was still, I was exhausted. I hadn't slept in days. It was, they handed me a piece of paper and they were like, here, it's a mental health check-in, fill it out. And they like cleared me because duh, like I wasn't wow even awake enough to like answer these questions correctly. But yes. I think that it's good that hospitals are trying to, you know, give a a, a depression check-in or a mental health check-in, but there can be more that is done for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, people aren't, um, aware of what even to look for. So I think that, uh, just kind of checking in with yourself, um, every week in the beginning, um, and just kind of being like, okay, like it, am, am I, um, am I anxious because I just had it? Like, am I a regular amount of anxious? Like, cause being a new parent is anxiety inducing, but, or am I like to the point where I'm having panic attacks or am I like, you know, sometimes you don't realize it until you're just like at the very bottom of the bottom. And, um, that's what happened with me. It was like, I just kept pushing through. And then I was like, I am dying. Like Mm. I just, I cannot function. And so, um, I finally asked for help from my doctor and got put on postpartum anxiety medication and, or just anxiety medication, um, and world of difference. Um, it made a huge difference. So just knowing when to ask for help, because you know, you, you, you're going to have emotions most likely. Um, you're like, that's completely normal. Um, if after a few weeks you aren't feeling like you are regulating a little bit, um, it's going to take a long time for you, your emotions to regulate. And like I said, you're never really going to go back to normal, but if you're still feeling like you are a stranger to yourself or you are, um, of course, if you feel like you're a harm to yourself or your baby or anything like that, seek help immediately. But I just, I I think that it's so important to know yourself enough to know when, okay, I need help now. Absolutely. And And knowing those red flags. Yeah. Yeah, And who to reach out to. So like some of those things totally add to this list. Like if you're sleeping way more than what you would normally, I know you just had a baby, but there's a a certain amount that we all know, wow, I'm, I'm sleeping more. Right. Like crying throughout the day, things that never used to make you cry, but all the time, that was me. right. Mm -hmm. Always feeling like everything's just kind of blah, like nothing brings you joy. The things that used to be exciting. And now I I'm struggled with anxiety and depression, not after having a baby, just, just in my life. And these are things that I had experienced. I couldn't imagine having those as well as dealing with like postpartum depression, like the amplification of that would be just devastating. And so again, the reason that we're talking about this is we're trying to normalize it, that a lot of women go through this and we try to like 
push through it. Like, oh, this is normal. It's not normal. And that's okay. Right. What's normal is now to ask for help. Right. And that's, that's where you come in. So tell me what's your, what's your fifth edit for making it easier, easier after a baby. Yeah. My fifth edit, um, is to prepare meals in advance. Um, and so I, I have a freebie free ebook on my website, just kind of giving, um, ideas to of stuff to prepare in advance, but stuff like soups, casseroles, um, warming, nourishing meals are really excellent for you postpartum. Um, and just help your body heal, um, provide you the nutrition you need. Um, for me personally, it was just like, I, I didn't have an appetite. And so it was like, broth, like bone broth, um, Mm. like, um, shredded, like rotisserie chicken, just like quick, easy stuff. Um, snacks, like, um, you can make like little energy balls with oats and oats are great for breast, um, producing more breast milk as well. Yes. I had booby Uh, bites. I'd make them (laughs) Uh booby bars. Yes. They have lots of different names, but yes, a little energy balls. You can put them in your freezer, pop them out. Um, so yeah, I, I do have that ebook that is completely free on my website. If, if you do want to check it out, but anything, um, literally that can be frozen, prepared in advance and frozen. And that's so Um, wise. So easy. Right. Because how many hours a week does a woman, or I mean, not all women plan out their meals, which is fine. The men do do too. However, as mamas, we're usually the ones that are planning out the meals. We're doing the grocery shopping. We're prepping. We're doing all the things. It takes a lot of time and mental energy. So if there's a way to do it prior like definitely do that. Cause and people, I mean, you're going to have people that bring you meals, but in my experience, it is very fleeting. It is yep. like the first few days or a week or two. And then it's like, crap, what do I do? I'm out of food and I have any person in my house and I can't even leave my house yet because I can't like with a C-section, you can't drive for like, I think two weeks after. And so it's like, okay, I can't even leave my house. And of course oh there's delivery and everything, but it's like, I'm now I've gone through all the casseroles and everything and the meal trains. And then, yeah. So I think that it is uh, vital to have some, just at least some, even if you're like, Oh, I've got it covered. Like people are going to bring meals. I'm sure they will, but it just, you know, people get back on with their lives. And so when that time comes, just having that freezer stocked with, um, easy, nutritious meals so that you're not ordering stuff that's going to make you feel like crap. Um, you know, cause it's important to feed your, I mean, eat what sounds good, but feed your body with high nutritious foods so that you can one feed yourself and heal and two feed your baby if that's how you're feeding your baby. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes to play there, but I, I think that's one of my favorite tips. Um, just having that as oh. it, I mean, you'll use it's it. Amazing. <laughs> you'll oh, totally, totally. <laughs> well, let's do a quick, a quick recap of all these, because I think all of them are so important. So the first one was setting up support and having, um, a backup. And what I loved, what you said was having like creating a list. So when people did come over, like they could, um, know exactly what it is that you need. And honestly, this could be something we can apply to our life at any point, which you'd made that point prior is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, even my mom's visiting right now, if I had had a list of the things that she could do to help me 
<laughs> like I'm sure she would have loved that too because she's like yes my help and you're like I don't know like you're frazzled in the moment but if you have that list it's so it's so helpful yeah it is I mean we're all, uh, most of us are making lists anyways so maybe just right. have like an ongoing totally. list of things that you would like yeah. help with and then that way if someone steps in you have those specific things to show yeah. them uh, the second edit was having a cart ready, which I love one was in the bathroom, right. Mm -hmm. To have all the stuff there, those goodies. And then one, um, to have in like a living room or a living space that you're in, um, with your water and your snacks and the baby diapers and all of the things, because you need a lot of accessories (laughs) You do, do. and you may not want to move a whole lot. And so having that cart and um, if it rolls, you can roll it from room to room too. And they're so cute. Like they're just like super cute out there. (laughs) Uh, The third was the tough conversations, um, with your spouse and, and also having that too, with anyone that's coming to help you with your baby. So if your mother or your mother-in-law is coming to stay with you, again, be specific with what it is, the expectations of them helping you. Um, and then the fourth was that making that plan for any mental health issues, which prior to that is, you know, knowing the red flags Mm -hmm. of when those mental health issues may be coming up or, you know, you're just kind of struggling. And then the final one was preparing the meals in advance. And Alexa had said that she has an awesome, easy downloadable, um, ebook with all of these like awesome meals to make. And so that way you can freeze. So she's done all the work for you. Um, so Alexa, tell everyone where they can find you. So if they want to download this ebook or just learn more about your services. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my website is mama matters com. Mama is spelled M A M A. Um, I've had a few people type it out different ways. So yeah, M A M A, uh, matters to T O O.com. And then my Instagram as well, mama matters to underscore. So, um, I have a ton of resources on both of those, um, avenues. And then I'm making a course right now, actually. Of course um, you are. Cause you're where... amazing. <laughs> well, I have, I have the one-on-one coaching, but I feel like sometimes it's just so, uh, you're busy and you're, you know, as a new mom, you're overwhelmed maybe, and not quite ready to talk to somebody about it, but yeah. just kind of need that support without, um, that you can listen to while breastfeeding or whatever. Um, so I'm making a course right now that you can watch or listen to, um, just to kind of make everything easier. So, ah, this is amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing those five easy edits, um, that we can make in our life to make it easier for, you know, life after baby or even life before baby. So yeah, exactly. Oh, well, Alexa, it's been a privilege to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.